morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we sit on the 25th day of October, 2019. For a little bit of fun and excitement, it's a Friday, Big J. Any big weekend plans? Um, no, I got to work on some chili. We got a staff meeting next week. Mm-hmm. Chili cook-off potluck. So you'll make the chili this weekend and then bring it in on Thursday for the party? No, no, no. That would be... No, you're going to make a test route. I see. So uh, is the plan to win it all? Well, no, it's to, to lose. I'm going to make the damn chili to lose. What the hell? Well, I thought you maybe you'd make the chili to be a nice person. I don't know if the contest was important. I don't even know what the prize is. I just know who's involved. And yeah. Who, I wanna... who is involved? One Dan McCauley. Oh, he's making the chili. Yeah, okay. yeah, All he's right. making chili. So you want to so, you want to go one up on the boss? Yeah. All right. Okay, that seems fair. And you feel like this is an even playing ground for you two. It's a rare, rare occurrence, and so you want to. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, <laughs> about the only time, <laughs> except for being loud. <laughs> I can out I can out loud him any day. Hundred percent. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> So, uh, good. Have you uh, developed any plans, or are you going to kind of play it as Yeah, I'm going to go with the Texas chili. Okay. Texas Dell chili, so. You're going to have to remind me again. You told me, but. So, we'll, it, it doesn't have beans in it. Okay. And you don't use tomatoes. Okay. So. Like you, it already. Yeah. I mean, you, you'll be great. Although, chili, uh, I can I can eat it, because, again, yeah, the tomatoes are cooked, so it's okay. Uh, as long as the tomatoes are cooked in the acidity. So, not too spicy, but, you know, a little, little kick. I imagine you would want some spice in it. Yeah, know. well, I mean, you you get a lot of that. Uh, at least the the look of what you would normally have chili from, uh, the you know the actual chilies. You use real chilies, so you take like Guajillo chilies and a couple other kinds of chilies, maybe some New Mexico chilies, and then you steep them and then you blend them up, and that's how you get the the color too. So nice. Well, good luck. Flavor town, man. Good luck in your chili. Uh, are you going to follow anybody's recipe, or are you just going to completely do your own? Well, it's a hodgepodge. Usually I throw my own. Okay. Because I'm just saying, you know, you have access to the Food Network app now, so maybe yeah, there yeah. Might could be some, some uh, maybe there's some Giada chili out there that you want to try, or some Bacchile chili. No, there's no, chili, she is not uh, Or some chili. Guy Fieri chili that you there would you like go. to try. He's got a great Texas chili recipe. Right. So There you go. Uh, good luck to you, sir. Hopefully you enjoy the uh, the weekend full of cooking. This has been your chili cook-off. I asked. I, I'm interested in this stuff. I, I, I find it very here. interesting. Uh, and I apologize if nobody else does. Today on the show, it's going to be a good one. Tommy Vext is going to be on the program. He is the lead singer of Bad Wolves. They have a brand new album out in stores today called Nation. So we're going to talk to him about that as it's a big day in Bad Wolves Nation, if you will. And, of course, we also have another chance for somebody to win some money at 8.30 today with the all-cash $25,000 X Double Dare. Uh, We're going to get into people having uh, sexual relations with things that they shouldn't. And Big J has a life lesson for you, so Friday is getting busy. Let's get started. When news breaks, where the first there to muck it. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, babies are a lot smarter than we give them credit for. And we're just starting now to find out exactly how smart they are. Johns Hopkins University, no slouch by the way, uh, researchers found that very early on, even if babies cannot count out loud yet, they apparently still have an understanding of what counting means. Uh, so very early on, in fact, years before previously believed, babies who hear counting grasp about quantity. They found 18-month-old babies were better at remembering how many toys were in a box when researchers counted them off 
They anticipated more than one to be pulled from the box when the counting happened. That's basically what it was. When you showed them that there was one toy in the box, they were like, okay, cool, I'll play with that one toy. But when you told them, hey, there's three toys in the box, they waited for the researchers to pull out all three toys. They anticipated there was more coming because the researchers told them that. And so they're like, whoa, this is kind of a little bit of a brain breakthrough here. Uh, so it's one of those deals where they, they also are, are pretty cool with, you know, understanding things a little bit earlier than we thought. Uh, right now, we, we the average four-year-old can count to about five. That's when we think that kids start to grasp numbers. But uh, Jenny Wang is one of the researchers at John Hopkins says, well, no, that's just when they can start vocalizing. Uh, they grasp numbers far, far earlier than that. Uh, we're talking about 18 months, so a uh, year and a half old is when babies can start to bring it all together. So, no. super genius babies coming soon to a theater near you, Big J. Apparently, they're already there. They're already there. We just didn't know it. Vikings beat the Redskins last night 19-9. That brings the Vikings winning streak to four in a row. What did you think of the football game last night, oh, Like we thought, but it was ugly for a different reason altogether. <laughs> I mean, it was uh, It was not. I, I didn't. I mean, it was out of the background. So yeah, nothing, uh, nothing. Alexander Madison got in there and, and uh, he was getting a lot of uh, praise from Joe Buck and, and Troy Aikman on the call. Um, and then he had a couple great runs, got called back by from, you know, penalties. So, uh, you know, they got a one, two punch there with um, Dalvin Cook and then and Alexander Madison. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, it was. But I don't think that the Vikings have really been tested with a real, you know what I mean? I, they, they've been winning, but I just don't see them. You know, I just don't see the rest of the teams in the NFC North are so tough, man. You're the Packers are yeah, for real. They've already lost the Packers and the Bears. Even though Detroit, even though Detroit's, uh, you know, defense or, or uh, their record isn't that great, that's a really good football team too. So it's tough going, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's not easy, and you know, Thielen's hurt, and that played a factor. You know, they were chucking around as much as they have been. So I just don't trust them being a playoff team. Uh, until they until they make it happen. Yeah, who knows? Uh, there may be two wild cards that come out of that division, though. Uh, it all kind of depends on what happens over there in the NFC West, to be honest. Uh, and so, Sylvester Stallone, Big J, he's back in the news. His Balboa Productions has formed a partnership dub one night with some rising sports streaming outlet called DAZN. The partnership will kick off with a bunch of documentaries, and uh, it won't surprise you that they're all about boxing. Sylvester Stallone is a big fan of the sport. There will be other sports narratives as well, but uh, they're basically doing like you know uh, the story of some of the best boxing matches that maybe you've never heard of. It'll start with a show called One Night Joshua versus Ruiz. That will premiere Wednesday, November 20th on the network and their YouTube channel. The sports streaming service will launch for $20 a month. Big J, will you pay 20 bucks a month for Sylvester Stallone documentaries? No. That's because you're a sensible human being. I'm not sure anybody Well, would. and then I'm not the biggest pugilist fan. That's true. Uh, and now I know what that means. Uh, no, it's certainly not pugilist you never heard of, correct? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and every, every, after every big fight, you know, Stallone always comes out and he's got something. It doesn't matter which side they're on. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's 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 a fan of just the sport in general. He likes so. good boxing fights, regardless of who's Yeah, that fighting. Tubby who won not that long ago, he was a big fan of him. That big fat guy. Oh, really? I forget which one that was, but there's a lot of them out there. Butterbean, of course, you're talking about. No, no, no. Uh, and you know, uh, also, what, what, what other sports are they going to have on there that is worth twenty dollars a month? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it seems like a little. Uh, I mean, you're 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 speaking to a very small um, community of people who would be wanting to watch stuff like that, let alone paying twenty dollars for it a month. 
Morning After with Nick. Sure, it's not a year. And it says twenty dollars a month. Jeez. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up, we got ourselves some said news action for you. Also, let's not forget a life lesson. Lesson on the morning after with Nick and Big J. You know, there's an old saying, Nick. You're never, you're never too old to teach a new trick. Or that is not a saying. New old dogs can teach new dogs things. Also, what's, not a what's saying? the saying? The saying is, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Yeah, that's. Uh, that's... It sounds like you're going to want to flip it around, though. No, it's true though. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm gonna say you 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 can't teach an old dog new tricks. And uh, one of those tricks, and maybe this is true uh, as we step into our, our 40s, Nick, and start to get acclimated to it. I'm 43 now, so uh, things are happening to me that I didn't know would happen, and that I care about things. Your body's going through change. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My body is going through change, but uh, not not that's not what it's affecting me. I feel more and more as the years have gone on here, uh, like I feel more celebrating the holidays and the the things that uh, are seasons so traditionally i've never been a halloween person didn't really care for it how october was like a nightmare for me usually and uh, i don't know why it, it is that way but you know the last couple years i felt like this thing where as we get into halloween i'm like yeah you know i want to watch horror movies okay uh and so that's been the case the last few nights and then last night out of no particular reason i decided Hey, there's this Friday the 13th game that's free on my Xbox. I want to play this. Why? Why would I play this? Normally, I wouldn't. Uh, you'd have to rip me from my GTA Online? No. I can't I can't be grinding and making money if I'm playing Friday the 13th. But I'm like, you know what? It's the, it's the I'm in the mood to go play some Friday the 13th and, and you know, kill a bunch of kids at camp. Because uh, that's what the game is about. You play Jason Voorhees. Anyways, the point being is that I didn't think that this would be something that I would end up feeling later in life that I, I wanted to spend more time doing these sort of things and I feel like, you know, I, I didn't we haven't decorated outside the house. There's no Halloweeny stuff. The wife's gonna be working uh, on Halloween and so, you know, we're gonna have to turn off all the lights because we can't have people, you know, ringing the doorbell and uh, she might actually do her in service because once a, a, a month she has to work at Why not just put the candy out in a, in a bowl? Oh yeah, yeah. Because, you know, the kids in our neighborhood would just take the whole bowl. Well. Take the whole bowl. I think we've tried that experiment before. Oh, okay. But as we come up to the uh, the big holiday here, Christmas, I'm like, man, I want to, you know, I want to go through the whole thing. I'm going to put lights up. Now, I don't want to put lights up. I'll pay somebody to put lights up. Sure. Uh, and those sort of things. But <laughs> this is something that I didn't think was going to be happening to me. And it seems to be the older I'm getting and the older my kids are, I'm like, oh, man, I'm more into these things than I was when they were younger. And I don't know if that's regret or some sort of thing. I, I feel bad now because I feel like it would have been more fun had I been into it when they were younger. You know what the theory is? It's it's you're you're getting older. You're you're even though it hasn't happened yet, you're seeing that you're maybe two at the latest years away from full on empty nest. Oh, God, and now yeah. you want the you want the family I, I stuff. I already feel depressed about it. Right, and so now you, you I'm go, such a lady. What can I do to make my family all be together? And it's this holiday stuff that makes you happy, and you like it, and you're gonna miss it. Yeah, so you want it. Here's the thing: my kids hate this stuff. They don't really seem to care about Halloween. And uh, they daddy they rubbed off on them. <laughs> they, you killed their I joy. Know. What an idiot! <laughs> uh, it's certain Christmas, like uh, one of them is into Christmas, the other is not. So that's always kind of an issue, um, but uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I decided, you know, I want to go ahead and do these things, and you know, I'm not talking about creating a haunted house in my house, but it's just one of those things where uh, I'm okay with it, and and I try to get into it. I'm not trying to 
uh, hold, you know, press the brakes and say, you know, I don't want anything to do with this. I'm just kind of going with the flow. And uh, as things develop, uh, I'm more into uh, the, the, the Halloween stuff and, you know, the, the Christmas stuff. And who knows what other ones? Probably Fourth of July. Maybe I'll get a bunch of fireworks next year. I don't know. Maybe. What about New Year's? Get crazy. Yeah, I don't know if that's a real holiday. Okay, um, that's fair. And, and so, but that's it. You know, you don't, you can't. As you get older, you just have kind of accept things, and you know that probably you probably hit the nail on the head there about the empty nesting. But just go with the flow, and, and you know things that might surprise you, just let them be surprised, and go with it. Eat some candy. Here's get diabetes. Unless it took a dark turn there at the end. Yeah. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Listen to me, you filthy animals. If there's only one thing that you do, for God's sake, wash your hands after you go to the bathroom. There is a new study that finds that failure to wash your hands after using the bathroom is the number one most likely reason why people are getting sick from E. coli. It's more dangerous than consuming raw or undercooked meat or any of that stuff. How does that happen? Here's how it happens, according to the CDC. No, no, I mean, how does it happen you go, you don't wash your hands after you use the restroom? Oh, because people are gross. Listen, man, I tell you what, I had to go to the bathroom the other day. Where the hell was I? I had to stop into a grocery store to go to the bathroom. I had to go oh, to the bathroom man. so bad. <laughs> oh, that's a nightmare for you. Not like, no, it's just number one. I just had to go it pee. doesn't no matter. Problem. You had to walk into the restroom. Uh, I don't mind having to go. And hear the grunting. <laughs> but anyway... For some reason, this this bathroom was so busy. There were three urinals and two stalls, and all but one was occupied, right? Yeah. And so uh, everybody was wrapping up as I was coming in. So there were four other guys in there, and one of the three washed their hands. That was it. And I'm like, God, they're in a food place. What is happening? Wow. Gross. You know, and and it's just disgusting. So, yeah, it happens more than you think. It's gross. Anyway, how does it spread E. coli? It's pretty easy. Uh, Basically, the likeliest route uh, for E. coli to spread is through human poop particles. You understand? And that's usually spread through poor bathroom hygiene. Now, the study confirms that this particular bacteria is likely to spread via fecal particles from one person reaching the mouth of another. You understand? Yeah. Somebody else's poop gets in your mouth. That's how you get E. coli. Delicious. (laughs) Delicious. <laughs> the 2017 study of over 2,000 people found that 84% do not wash their hands for a recommended length of time. Do you know what the recommended length of time is, Big J, to wash yep. your hands? Uh, 30 seconds? Yeah, right around there. Yeah. How you doing then? Great. 21% admitted they do not always wash their hands after leaving the bathroom. You filthy, filthy, filthy people. Wash your hands. It's not that hard. Whatever you're doing is not that important. You're not in that much of a hurry. You can wash your hands before you go back to do whatever the hell you were yeah, doing. Yeah, you're also not that clean. No, you're certainly not. You need to wash your hands. Vikings beat the Redskins 19-9 last night. That brings the Vikings winning streak to four in a row. Only one touchdown in that entire game. And that was by Delvin Cook. Other than that, it was a field goal fest. And at least the Redskins scored points because they got shut out 9 to nothing last week. But th- that's a hard football team to watch, man. I mean... Even though they get to kind of run the ball up and down. I mean, once they get into the red zone, it's like a comedy of errors. And it's just not its not good. Uh, no Broncos game this weekend. They have themselves a bye coming off that BYU loss. So that's why you're not hearing us talk about it. They're going to enjoy a week off this week. So you don't have to worry about college football unless you absolutely want to. 
Andy, congratulations to a band that was in town less than a week ago. The guys in Highly Suspect have scored their second number one song ever with their new song, 16. It has matched the success of My Name is Human, which reached the summit back in 2016. All five of the band's official singles, that's Lydia, Bloodfeather, Little One, now 16, and My Name is Human have made it into the top five, so Highly Suspect is a pretty popular band. 16, of course, is taken from the band's upcoming third album, MCID, which is due out on November 1st. That's next week. Johnny Stevens is the lead singer of the band, and he told us that the songs in the LP were written in different ways. You know, sometimes it's us in a room. We've got a a studio out in Los Angeles that we get together and have some beers and start figuring stuff out. But sometimes it's like me on a couch starting a song with a computer, you know, on my laptop. Or sometimes it's Rich on an acoustic guitar sitting at the beach. Like, it's, it's a lot of different ways that these songs develop. And we don't rush them. Of course, uh, is he British? Or is that just... I thought that at first, too. He isn't, but... Wants to sound sophisticated? Yeah, very sophisticated. Good work. You remember what MCID stands for, yes? Yeah, my crew is dope, bro. Follows up 2016's The Boy Who Died Wolf. That LP debuted at number two on the Billboard chart. And, of course, uh, featured the top sound, a top five song, a uh, little one as well as My Name is Human. So they're doing okay for themselves, and congratulations to them. Knock Tool off the top of the chart, so that doesn't take uh, – takes a lot of hard work to pull that off. So good job. On 100.3, the X rocks. We are going to Florida for today's We're Going to Hell story. Florida. There we're going to meet 20-year-old Cody Meter. And while you uh, probably don't have anybody in your life that's super into it, you are familiar with Frozen 2, the fact that it's coming out in theaters this winter, right? Yeah. It's going to be a fairly big hit for Disney, as everything they do pretty much is. And uh, unfortunately for Cody, Cody's got a bit of a uh, fetish, Big J. Oh. Yeah. You see, uh, (laughs) he walked into a Florida Target store. And he saw in the toy aisle a big, gigantic, stuffed Olaf toy. Oh, yeah, the snow guy. Yeah. The snowman. The snowman. Do you want to build one? Do you want to build? I don't I don't remember the song. Thank God. And, uh, and so I, I guess Cody found himself sexually attracted to it. What? As right there in the middle of the target, he decided he was going to get it on with the stuffed Olaf snowman toy from Frozen. Big J? To completion. No! To completion. Gross! He then, according to eyewitness reports, after he was quote-unquote finished with Olaf, reportedly proceeded to do the same thing with a large stuffed unicorn toy. So he was ready for round two. Wow. He's like, oh, unicorn, he's thirsty. I see you out of the corner of my eye. You want some of this? That's against the law, Big J. You just can't go ahead and do that. He has been arrested because he was in the middle of having relations with the unicorn when police arrived. That was criminal mischief, according to the affidavit. Because you can't just get that stuff going in the middle of a Target store. That's not okay. It shouldn't be okay even in your house. In the privacy of your own home. That's not... There's something wrong if you want to rub up against an inanimate object and and make love to it. I'm sorry. I'm putting my foot down. Would you consider, uh, like, the sex robots and the dolls inanimate objects as well? No. 
Why not? Because they very much are. Because they're they say they're called sex dolls, not sex Olaf. Okay, so because if if something is they're made for that purpose, created they're for made sex, for it's that okay. Pur- yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Let me walk that back. Look, they're created for that purpose. Okay, because this toy's mission is not to be a sexual object. Yeah. It makes it wrong. Even more importantly, it's a kid's toy, man. No, it's, there's so much going on here. It's just not good. The defiled toys were later removed from the store and destroyed. Rest in peace, Olaf and Unicorn. Uh, according to the arrest report, Meter did admit to doing, quote, stupid stuff and said that he... Qu- <laughs> can't even say it. He said that he did, in fact, want to have relations with the toy. He was charged with criminal mischief. The 20-year-old has previously been arrested. Uh, by the way, because you, you're not going to be surprised, Big J, not the first time he's been arrested in a department store for having relations with stuffed animals. What do you mean, not the first time? Yeah, it happened back in 2015. He uh, was rubbing up against a Barney toy in a Walmart. <sighs> That's not okay. Why Why is this like guy out? Yeah, throw the key away. You know, it's done. You tried and failed. It's not good. Bad things. Here's hoping nobody saw that that won't be permanently scarred by it. Although that's probably a high hope. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Tommy Vexed, lead singer of Bad Wills, joins us on record release day. That's happening next on the X-Rock. That is the latest from Bad Wolves. It is called Killing Me Slowly. You can find it on the brand new album. It is called Nation out in stores officially today, which is why it's pretty awesome to have on the phone with us right now the lead singer of that band, Bad Wolves. His name is Tommy Vex. Tommy, good morning, man. How are you? I'm good. How are you? You know, uh, Tommy, what, what are some of the differences of, uh, of, of how you went about and how you did this uh, with releasing of this album versus your first album? We've been uh, We've been touring relentlessly um you know for most of almost all of 2018 so you know we basically i went into the studio in september and i started recording demos uh and then you know anytime we had a break the guys would like they would go home and work on songs if it was a week two weeks three weeks off and then uh after the christmas break john really buckled down and went to vegas and locked himself in the studio and you know we uh we had a bunch of tunes and then we we went right back to work and then right back on tour and then came back from an australian tour to finish the record and then went right back out on tour yeah it's uh, it's pretty insane man i mean the the amount of busy you probably had to be i mean you know we live at a time where tool takes 13 years between albums and even your friends at five figure death punch they release albums pretty quick but it's every other year usually you guys are messing around it's uh, last year you released a debut album and now you want to release uh, nation what was it about that where you're like let's let's turn around let's put out an album here pretty quick you know we want to we toured so much and like we wanted to put out new music too so we're, we stay you know i think in order to not get into a writing slump everyone just intuitively knows to stay creative so it wasn't a lack of material it was just like when where how why and sometimes you know you just want to take advantage of that uh you know um the i guess the light if you will you know just uh, how hard you guys had worked uh to get where you were and then of course uh, the success you had with zombie and in the first album you know you don't want to let that kind of slip out of the people's minds and get out there and stay in front of your fans and because you know listen attention spans these days are pretty short so uh that's not a bad move to go with right we're all workaholics like we've been home 
this is a we the past two months we've had off we had like seven weeks off and i started recording the third album <laughs> like i never i never stopped working and i'm also i wrote a biography i'm like 90 percent through with my my biography and I, I wrote probably like seven songs already we we grind we just go to work uh tommy vex join us of bad wolves uh the album nation out in stores uh nation comes off like an anagram does it stand for something as far as you're concerned sir yeah it does but it's like a personal thing to the band but right. we, we haven't really disclosed that like nation as a whole what it what it means for us is it's about our fan base it's about you know this this international intergenerational group of people who like fell in love with the band and they're responsible for changing our whole lives you know and so we get thousands of messages you know since we came out of people getting tattoos of like the logo or autographs or they just get their own wolf tattoos and they like we have you know, fans that created their own Facebook pages, like 15,000 people, part of the Wolf Pack, and they've created a community amongst themselves. They help each other out, like if people need to get to a show or they meet up at shows, and it's kind of cool. It's like this really cool thing uh, where, as a band, we're like this small circle of guys, and we drew a larger circle around people, and, you know, that's it's really like putting out the record this fast is kind of like thanks. You know, I have to imagine that uh, the work that you've done in the industry before uh, Bad Wolves and, you know, you probably had seen bands have that kind of success and, you know, bands who, who've had that kind of fan response. But, I, you know, did you did you, uh, you know, visualize that actually happening to you? And, and when it started to, what was your first reaction to it? Um, no, I didn't visualize it. I'm I'm very much like I do the work and I stay out of the results. I think it's still settling in. You know, our lives have been a whirlwind for, you know, mine in particular, for three years. I've been touring for nonstop for three years. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes it, we, we've talked about it. Sometimes it feels like it's happening to somebody else. Was there a particular gig or a particular moment where, where you guys were maybe up on stage or something and you're, you're singing a song and it, it, you, you see somebody singing it back to you or something where it just kind of clicks where you're like, wow, this is bigger than us now. This is, this is actually doing something for other people. There's been a few moments like that. One of the more in particular heavy moments was uh, we played a grass pop with Slipknot and Disturbed and Trivium and, you know, all, like just all these amazing bands. Well, like we played our set and like I broke down in tears on the stage. Like there were like 200,000 people singing along. We had the, the highest attendance for that early in the morning, I think in the history of the festival, which is like the, one of the promoters came and told us that we we're like, it's overwhelming. And it's really those moments where you're like, like I'm so like introverted into what we're doing I don't really see the magnitude of the effect, right? And in those moments, it's so overwhelming. You know, like I think about my whole life and how I wanted this my whole life and being a kid with like a crappy radio and a microphone practicing singing Pantera and Alice in Chains songs in my parents' basement with no heat to being on that stage, you know, and all the, all the mistakes I've made and, you know, uh, just everything that's ever happened. And, you know, in that moment, it's like, it's a very healing thing. And I don't know if every musician goes through that um, or every successful musician goes through that, but I think, I don't know, I think anybody who has overcome an innumerable amount of struggle can relate to a moment where they finally realize, like, the war is over. 
and that's what that moment was for me. I was like, the war's over. I mean, it's a, it's an incredible story, and I enjoy following you on Instagram. I don't always enjoy the close calls of practically seeing you naked, but uh, <laughs> but I want to taper those down. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't have to, because I'm sure it makes a lot of people happy. Uh, but I, I w- do want to say this: that you know, the the platform that you created for yourself to reach out to other people and to uh, you know share your story, uh, your personal story with, and to encourage people and to address things like mental health to me is is really important as uh, somebody who you know works in, in front of a lot of people and I just really uh, wanted to thank you for doing that and to, to, to show you that how much respect that I have for you for doing that because it's a big deal and you taking that step to, to really reach out to people like that is is really an amazing thing man oh well thanks man I just you know it's a I'm a huge advocate for for therapy I'm a huge advocate for recovery and I think that it's important to talk about a different story. You know, the the story of, you know, Rockstar is on drugs, Rockstar is an addict, Rockstar gets sober, they relapse, they, you know, Rockstar dies. It's really old and it's boring. And I'm personally tired of burying people. And for every one of my heroes that has fallen like that, there's a million regular people, everyday people who have died from the disease of alcoholism or drug addiction or clinical depression you know and so we have i'm an attempted suicide survivor i have no shame over the parts of my life that were that dark and i talk about this stuff readily because the reality is is that no matter how far down the scale in our lives that we go we will see that our experience can benefit other people and so if you you know given a platform it's like well what am I going to do here, fit tea, or am I going to talk about something real? No kidding, and it's uh, it's uh, certainly a powerful thing. You're reaching a lot of people, and it's certainly a commendable thing that you do, and we appreciate it, as I'm sure a bunch of your fans do as well. Grab the new record, Nation. It's out in stores. Tommy, thank you for making time for us, man. We'll hopefully see you around Boise here soon. It'll be good to have you guys back, all right? Awesome, man. Thank you guys so much, and I uh, hope to see you guys soon. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. It's about that time again. Time to start thinking about some holiday shopping, my friend. How many people are on your list this year, Radio's Big J? All of them. All the people? All the people. All right. Well, good news, ladies and gentlemen of the Treasure Valley. Big J plans on getting you a gift. And if you don't get one from him, that's who you should direct your anger to. Yeah. The 34th Annual Holiday Survey finds that shoppers are expecting to spend about $1,500 per household. And 69% of that budget is expected to be spent on online shopping. Also, uh, contrary to years prior, respondents report the bulk of their holiday spending this year will go to experiences and celebration, like entertaining at home, traveling, or eating at restaurants with their family. More than a quarter of holiday spending will go to socializing away from home. 81% also admit they're susceptible to promotions and discounts. 85% say free shipping is at the top of their discount wish list that's way above fast shipping. Give it to me free. I don't care about getting it fast. Yeah. But if I can get both, look out. Very happy. So uh, the holiday spending season picks up right around the time we hit November. Of course, Black Friday is the big time where real things are kicked off here in the States. But deals and things can be found much, much earlier than that if you look. Minnesota Vikings beat the Redskins last night 19-9. That brings Minnesota's winning streak to four in a row. The Redskins are... Awful. Difficult to watch in any capacity. Agree yeah. or disagree, Big J? I agree. And so it was a rough Thursday night game. And, and we knew that going in. Right. 
it still probably will be better than the Monday night game, to be honest. Because everything that is old is new again, Whoopi Goldberg is back, Big J. Yay! She's bringing back Dolores from Sister Act. Oh, not jumping Jack Flash. Not jumping Jack Flash. Nobody appears to care about that. She will be reprising her role as Dolores for the London stage Sister Act the Musical. She says she's coming back. The veteran actress and TV personality announced in a clip posted on the stage production's Twitter account. She says she's a little older, a little seasoned, but still kind of out there. So I guess it's like a very limited engagement kind of a thing. It's not like we're getting Sister Act 3 or anything. That's okay. I believe Harvey Keitel is holding out for that. And so we're going to wait, but you'll get to see it on the stage, or the people in London will anyway. Morning After with Nick and Big J coming up in a few short minutes. Your next chance to possibly win some money with us with the all-cash $25,000 double there. Big J, what are the categories? The categories are brands of soda and ACDC. $5,000 double dare on 100.3 VX rocks. Feels good to give away money. We should know, Big J. We've done it a couple of times this week. We would like to do it one more time before we call it a week, which is why we welcome on to the show a gentleman that was Caller X this morning. His name is James. James, good morning, brother. How are you? I'm all right. I'm about to uh, we're hanging in there, man. We would like to give you some cash. You have an opportunity to win up to 200 American dollars if you can answer three questions in one of these two categories. Big J, what are they? Brands of soda and ACDC. James, are you more of an ACDC fan, or do you like yourself some soda pop? I do like ACDC, but uh, I know soda pretty well, so let's go with soda. All right, good luck, my man. $50 question coming at you. This popular soft drink was introduced back in the 1800s and got its name because back in the day, you bet your ass, one of the ingredients was cocaine. Coca-Cola. That is correct. Right. James, you have $50 in your pocket. That is yours. You can take it and walk away. Nobody would judge. Or you can try to go double or nothing for $100. Try to keep in mind the questions get a little bit more difficult as we go on. Uh, let's go for the hundred bucks. Okay, man. All right, here you go. This soda pop has been around since the 1800s and has used a slogan, just what the doctor ordered for the last 15 years. Dr. Pepper. That is correct. Right. All the, all the flavors. James, you've got $100, and now we ask you, do you want to try to go for 200 bucks about soda pop? And, of course, uh, again, this question is going to be a little bit more difficult. Uh, I think I'll stick at the 100 All right. Oh, good for you, He's man. He's taking the 100 bucks. Good, man. Good job. Congratulations. That's yours. Do you want to see if you would have got the $200 question right? Yeah, let's okay. give it a whirl. All right. Uh, Want to piss off a Dr. Pepper fan like Big J? Tell them you drink this Dr. Pepper competitor, and it tastes better than the original. Originally introduced as Peppo back in the 40s, Coca-Cola Company changed the name to this after Dr. Pepper sued them. Uh, that I don't know. There you go, man. Well, good job. You would you would have walked away with nothing. Glad that you stuck at a hundred bucks. That is yours for sure. The answer, by the way, Big J was Mr. Pimp. Mr. Pimp. Big J is Mr. Like Poster. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Pimp. I was thinking the RC Cola. There you go. That's all right, yeah, dude. Not bad. You got yourself a hundred bucks. Well done, James. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you and get that cash out to you. There you go. Your next chance to play twelve thirty today with Jason Drew. Four thirty today with Mr. Adams. So make sure you tune in and try to win yourself some money just like James did just there. We're going to do some pop culture smackdown next on the X. 
Pop Culture Smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Let's get you set up. So I was expecting something else to happen, but it didn't. Uh, let's get you set up with a nice morning after prize package, which includes tickets to Cannibal Corpse, which is Monday at the Dinning Factory, Nick. Uh, they will bring with them all of their uh, their death metal you can handle. And we'll also get you tickets to our free X show with Wilson, which is November 1st. So that's one week from today. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, man. It's going to be great. It's going to be tasty, nasty. We'll also get you tickets to Haunted World, which uh, you can go enjoy this weekend and get into the spirit of Halloween. That way, you just need to beat Nick in Pop Culture Smackdown. 208-287-1003. That is the phone number if you would like to play. Today's fun that is Pop Culture Smackdown. How are you feeling about the questions today, Big Good, good, man. A lot of hard work into it. Good morning, the X. What caller am I? Your caller X, sir. What's your name? Jeremy. All right, Jeremy. Good luck. The trial of the century saw this former NFL running back on trial for double murder. Who was it? For double murder? Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two people were murdered. Um, not only for a second, it would be Simpson, but nope, I don't know. Right. Simpson <laughs> is correct. Yeah, that's actually right. O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson, oh, all right. <laughs> what blues? That's a wild guess. Yeah, good, good crazy wild guess. Uh, what blues musician guitar is nicknamed Lucille. B.B. Uh, King. B.B. King is right. correct. Uh, the collective name for Italian-made Western movies would be? Italian-made Western movies? Yeah, what is the collective name for the Italian-made Western movies? Uh, spaghetti Western? There you go. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. you're, you're doing good at guessing. I'm seeing a lot right of Hail Marys yeah, today, Jeremy. Yeah. Good job. Who are you, Doug Flutie? <laughs> uh, did I do that? Is an infamous line from this nerdy Family Matters character. Uh, Steve Urkel. Steve Urkel. That's right. correct. Uh, what is the fear of death known as? Fear of death. Good luck with this one, dude. Yeah, I'm okay. Uh, fear of death. Um, I, I don't. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. Just afraid to die. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Nothing that is, that is not. That's it. No, I'm just kidding. It's not. <laughs> Sorry, Jeremy. It's a hard one. I don't even think I know this. Yeah, you do. You I know do? it. Yeah, you do. I wouldn't have gotten it right. Hello, the X. Hello. Hey, here's Big J with your question. What is the fear of death known as? Guys, um, agoraphobia. I don't know. Wrong. That's, That's the fear of being aggressive. Lawn. Hello, the X. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. Here's Big J with your question. What is the fear of death known as? Uh, the fear of death? The fear of death. Yeah, what's it? What's uh, it? the fear of death? Yeah. Uh, the fear of death? Yeah, it is a good question. <laughs> Deathophobia? Deathophobia? Nope. Wrong. I, I bet Cannibal Corpse knows. <laughs> Hello, the X. Hey. Hey, man. Uh, we are looking for the answer for the fear of death. What's it called? That means thanatophobia. Huh? No. What is it? Thanatophobia. Thanatophobia? No. Wrong. And Jay says no, sir. Hello, the X. Hello. Hey, the fear of death is called what? Necrophobia. There we go. Necrophobia? Necrophobia. Right. Right. You never heard of necrophilia? I've heard I'm of sure necrophilia. There you go. Okay. You would have sounded it out, I thought. Maybe. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Nick, uh, this friend's character... Was well known for trying to pick up women by asking, how you doing? Ross Chandler. 
What is Matt LeBlanc's character's name? Joey. Uh, that is correct. Right. You got a friend's question correct. Uh, the beaver is the national emblem of which country? Uh, Canada. Yeah. Right. Canada. Uh, Nick, TY Incorporated was responsible for these plush toys that took the world by storm in the 90s. Uh, I only because I uh, they sell them at D&B, so I saw a whole display. I had completely forgotten about them, but they are Beanie Babies. Yep, Beanie right. Babies is correct. Uh, let's see. This is the last question I have. What movie's protagonist is named Lightning McQueen? Cars. Yeah. Cars right. is correct. Good Nick. job, man. You earned it. Uh, Cannibal Corpse tickets are yours for sure. You're going to go check out uh, the Free Act Show with Wilson, and you got Haunted World Passes. Brother, good job. Hang on one second. We'll make sure you're yeah, set. You got through my uh, friend's and question. I didn't think that was going to happen. Uh, congratulations, everybody, for playing. Thank you very much. Uh, coming up in a few minutes, we got ourselves a run of headlines here for your Friday on the X. It's time for Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Interesting. Hey, not cool and dad jokes. Not cool. Wow, this is either a totally genius prank or a totally cruel prank. I guess it depends on what side of the aisle you're on, depending on how you look at it. There's a sign for an In-N-Out burger that appeared at a commercial site in Bend, Oregon, and it got people super geeked. The sign says, here soon, and what has looks like the official In-N-Out logo, but... In-N-Out's Vice President of Real Estate and Development says the sign must have been placed there like by a prankster or somebody suggesting that we'll soon be opening a restaurant in Bend, but our real estate team is all avail- always avail- evaluating new sites, and we continue to look at opportunities in Oregon. However, we have not looked at any sites in this city. So, somebody put it up there as a prank. Now, ooh, funny or not funny, Big J? Funny! <laughs> Would it be funny if somebody put one up in Middleton that there was an In-N-Out burger coming, and it was just a joke? I would know it wasn't real. You would instantly assume that it was a fake thing. Yes. Okay. Because we can't even have, you know, up-to-date, regular fast food restaurants in Middleton. <laughs> They're not going to put it in and out there. What if there was one on, like, Eagle Road, then? I still know. I know. Because I'm, I'm locked in. I would know if they were going to have one here. You're locked I, in? Yeah. You got sources, man. Who's that? In the construction. I can't say. Oh, in the construction industry. Yes. But there could be something that, you know is unrelated that maybe you weren't familiar with. Yeah. You're that tapped in, you see? Yeah. Oh, good. What else is coming to town that we need to know about? So far, nothing new. (laughs) Interesting or dad jokes? Dad jokes. The digital highway signs in Utah are trying hard to be cool, and it's not going well. Earlier this week, the Utah Department of Transportation programmed the signs to read, Hey, teens, buckling up is totes yeet, yo. A tweet from the UDOT confirms the message was in fact real and intentional and was put out there as part of a teen driver safety week. Then their tweet yet reads, We may not be hip to all of the slang, but we know that buckling up reduces the risk of serious injury in a crash by half. And then they had other signs that said, Hey, buckle up and don't get yeeted from your car. Yeeted. Yeet. Yeet. What does yeet mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I don't understand that language either. Because it, it, the first thing gives the gives the impression that yeet means almost like cool. Like, hey, teens, buckling up is totes yeet. Which yeet means, okay, is an exclamation thing. of excitement and approval. 
Well, then why would they say buckle up and don't get yeeted from your car? That doesn't make any sense. Don't get approved from your car? They are saying don't get, you know, ejected from your car. So does yeet mean approval and ejection? According to the Urban Dictionary, yeet is a versatile word that can be used as an exclamation, a verb, or even a noun. So it pretty much is squanch. Gotcha. Okay. What does rusty trombone mean? It seems it might have the opposite of the intended effect, however, (laughs) as plenty of people whipped out their phones while driving to snap a photo of the stupid messages, so, uh, not good. Squatch! They squatched that up pretty hard. (laughs) So, not a good idea. They yeeted all over the place, apparently. For whatever that means. Wrap it up with interesting. Well, it's either a good prank or a creepy one, but a closed-circuit TV camera at the Petty Lane Bar in England caught footage of a plush toy making an escape from a crane machine. The owners say staff members came into work on Tuesday to find a bunch of game prizes scattered across the front entryway. The video allegedly shows a stuffed flamingo making its way out of a machine and across the floor. The general manager says it's so spooky, but it's a real-life Toy Story moment. I guess the flamingos wanted to go on an adventure. I mean, it's clearly fake as far as I'm concerned, but uh, it's up there and it's going viral and that kind of stuff. So Look out! Somebody wanted to make it happen and it's working! So either toys are alive when we're not looking like Toy Story, Big J, or somebody put together some footage to make it look like that was the case. What do you believe? I'm going to say somebody made it look like that. Toys don't come to life when we're not paying attention? Nope. Damn. Morning After with Nick and Big J, there are your headlines. Bad impressions next on The X. The X. Yeah, let's hook it up with some prizes. How about tickets to Enduro Cross happening uh, tomorrow out at the Ford Idaho Center Amp uh, Arena? Uh, then we've got uh, tickets to Ghost Main, that happening Sunday night at the Dating Factory, and tickets to our free X show with Wilson. Plus, we'll throw in some Haunted World tickets. It's a boom. Four squad of prizes for, for Squatch. You. <laughs> okay. 208 287 1003 is the number that you can call if you would like to win all of these things. Big J has got a bunch of clues. They follow or revolve around somebody that is pretty famous. If you can figure out who that person is, you got some things you're going to this weekend and beyond. Hello, The X. Hey, what's up? How you doing, buddy? What's your name? Jake. All right, Jake. Before I had my late night show, I had a show called The Man Show. Uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, Jay Leno. No, God, no. This person's funny. Damn it. I compete nightly against another Jimmy. Uh, one more? I really don't like Matt Damon. Oftentimes pranking him on my late, late night TV show. Oh, uh, late night Jimmy Kimmel? There There's you go. G- you got the right Jimmy. Good job, man. Hang on one second, Jake. We'll hook you up with all that stuff. Ghost main tickets and Haunted World tickets and Enduro Cross tickets and tickets to go check out our free X show, too. That is quite the coup you just got for yourself. Why is Jimmy Kimmel in the news? Jimmy Kimmel uh, and, and Jimmy Fallon, uh, 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 I, and I don't know where they originated this video, but uh, there is a video out there the, of both of them. One saying Jimmy Kimmel and the other says Fallon on it and them talking about the differences between the two Jimmys. Okay. What are and, they? And, uh, Jim, oh, I haven't. Uh, I can't hear the video right now because you know we're locked in here. But uh, the video is uh, is both of them talking about their the differences in their late night shows and some of their features. It's pretty funny. All right, I'll take your word for it. Uh, except uh, it, the easiest way to tell the difference uh, between the two, uh, Jimmy Kimmel is funny and Jimmy Fallon is not. But Jimmy Fallon's funny in that video. No, Jimmy Kimmel's the funny one. Oh, okay, okay. So he makes Fallon funny. I see. 
So did they record it together, or is it like... Yeah, no, the, it's them together. Okay. I don't know if it was like cut, like uh, where they... They wanted like, to finally clear up who is, uh, who is who. And tonight. Boy, if, if anybody had any trouble separating the two, I'm not sure what to think about that. I mean, they don't look anything alike. Uh, it's a very different style. No, but people oftentimes, you know, get the simplest things confused. That's very true. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. We'll wrap up this thing we call the show next on the x Rock. Do the flip-out picture. It's close. That's new corn. You'll never find me here uh, the morning after with Nick and Big J. That is the song that we will play Sorry, to wrap Hopper. up the show for this particular Friday. Special thank you uh, to Mr. Tommy Vexed, he of Bad Wolves, for joining us on the show today. It is record release day for that band. The new album, Nation, is in stores right now. Uh, if you missed any part of it, it's really, really cool and in-depth, and we get into some deep and emotional stuff with him, and you can check out that full podcast. It is up on xrock.com. A direct link can be found on the Morning After with Nick and Big J Facebook page. Check it out there for yourself. Also on Twitter at, at Nick and Big J. You can find us there. The link is up there as well. Uh, Big J, we got to learn a little bit about life lessons from you. That was nice today, wasn't it? Yeah. And how about how much you love the holidays all of a sudden? I know. It's weird. Which is a later part of your life thing that you did not expect. And, of course, we also had a chance to give away a bunch of cool things today, including $100 to James, who uh, stopped after 100 and it was smart that he did because he would have got the $200 question wrong. So you can win money yourself, 1230 today, 430 today with Jason, Drew, and Adam for the all-cash $25,000 X Double Dare. Make sure you do that. Monday on the show, additional tickets to our free X show with Wilson, which will then be a less than a week away. Also, uh, if all goes well, I guess I can't promise anything, but we may have a concert announcement on Monday. We're still waiting yeah. to get official confirmation if we can announce it on Monday. Either way, it'll be a, a big one if we have an opportunity to do it, but that leaves you with the floor, Big J. How would you like to wrap up the week? Yeah, mistakes were made this morning. Controversy caused by yours truly with the pop culture uh, smackdown question about death and uh, the, the, the fear of death uh, is uh, there, there's multiple answers to that. Necrophobia, uh, which is the fear of, uh, of dead things. So had I said the question, if it were, what is the fear of dead things, that would have been the right answer. Uh, there's also thanatophobia. I Which was somebody it. called in and said that, and you, we didn't know what yes, he was talking yes, about. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so, uh, so sorry to you uh, that uh, that was a failure. But, but the uh, the feedback was was pouring in this morning. Yeah, text line and email. People I mean, woof. About the fear. Well, of they death. weren't upset. No, no, they no. Were no. Just, they just uh, wanted to correct. People love to correct you when you're when you're wrong. And guess what? It'll happen again. Oh yeah, no. Listen, if you want to hear people that are wrong, you are on the right show for sure. Morning after with Nick and Big J. I don't know what the hell that means. We will see you on Monday. Jason Drew's up next. Have a good one. It's the X Rock. 100.